shut up! Good morning to you, wherever you are, because it is... Bonjour! For the... Blah, blah, of... Blah, blah, 2024. <laughs> My name is Bernie Burns, sitting right over there with some serious news for the days, Ashley Burns. Serious news. Um, yeah, this will be a tough one, I think. Um, a more serious morning somewhere. Ashley and I uh, have decided to split up. <laughs> very amicable. Yeah. Yes. We're not. Stop. Why would you? Why would you say that to people? Don't put that out in the world. Ashley, did you not read the show notes before this? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the best way to tell you. Um, hold on. Uh, the show notes I have are. Hmm, what is this? Bernie is a dirty thief. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. We're we're ha- we're having <laughs> normal, very, very normal marital issue that's taking mm-hmm. place. Here's the normal issue. We live in a house. We live in a house. Go ahead. In the house, we on a regular basis, we buy food and we put it in the house. Somehow, even though everything in the house is communal. Food somehow is not, or the food that Ashley doesn't does specifically the food she doesn't want to eat is not communal. I'll give you an example. There is a box of Girl Scout cookies, Thin Mints, that have been in the pantry for seven months. Okay, now I just need to point out something about your communal food. Uh, <laughs> so, how do you think Girl Scout cookies got all the way here? My mother sent them to me for my birthday. The term gaslighting refers <laughs> to when some... So what like, I'm saying is they're not communal. They're birthday Girl Scout cookies. Here's something else you should know. Girl Scout cookies go bad. I wouldn't have thought they did. I thought they would have lasted like longer than like nuclear rations in a fallout shelter. Well, like Twinkies, which it turns out also go bad. What is the shelf life on a Twinkie? Oh, I don't know, but I know that it's not the apocalypse. I think you're trying to distract from the larger issue here. I think I think it's important that we continue to bring people over to my side. Let me continue <laughs> my argument here. So the Thin Mints are going to go bad. I assume after six years of shelf life, they're now going bad this month. So I thought, surely at this point, I can have a Thin Mint. It is not an exaggeration to say, within Five minutes of me having opened the box of Thin Mints, not leaving them scattered around, closing them back up the way they were and putting them exactly back where they were. Ashley showed up in the office and said, did you eat my Girl Scout cookies? First of all, no. That implies I ate all your Girl Scout cookies. I left one. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that might be like the worst part of it is you leave like one because that way, oh, I didn't eat them all. But what that really means is I go for a Girl Scout cookie, or this actually applies to pretty much any- You go for a- Okay. This this applies to pretty much any of the treats that I buy myself that then you get into, and you know that you're not supposed to get into them, so you leave one behind. So you didn't eat them all, and you put them back, and then I'm like, okay, I need a pick-me-up. I go to eat it, and there's one of them. So not only do I not get my pick-me-up, but because the, the box was still there, I didn't know they needed to be replaced, so I didn't get a backup. I'll steal it. No one will ever know. <laughs> this is I have my really passive aggressive soundboard. Yeah, appreciate today. appreciate the commentary. I think personally, it's better that if you want a nice treat, that when you go to the cupboard to get the nice treat, 
if it's not just gone, even if there's just a little bit left. No, bullshit. I'd rather know it needs to be replaced. And you know, because you want the box to be there. What box? The box of whatever it is that you've eaten everything except one of. In the past, I've done that. I have learned not to do that. Also, I think it's important that you explain your personal, uh, I'm going to use the word philosophy instead of psychosis. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I will do so because it's completely reasonable. They're my emotional support cookies, okay? having Buckle ha- up, everybody. Having them there for when I really need their help helps me to not need their help so much. Can you describe to me what the scenario is in which you will absolutely have to have the snack in the cupboard? Like what would have to take place? If I'm having like a really bad day and I just I just need to feel a little bit better. I just need to bust into a treat. You're married with kids. Every day is a bad day. <laughs> That's why look, I it's a it's it's a scale I've been adjusting, okay? <laughs> Okay, but for a while, oh, I you did mean relatively? Through, yes. Okay. Relatively okay. speaking, you take the extraordinarily low bar, and then you go somehow below that. Yes. Gotcha. If okay. I drop okay. way below that, I'm going to need a little bit of help. So I have a little pick me up treat. You're going to need. But sometimes it's just looking at it and knowing that it's there for me is the support. And then, under- but then if I actually go to lean on it, I find out that someone sawed off the crutch by eating all of them except for one. But if the if the existence of it is the crutch is the purpose than putting the box back. I said sometimes it helps. We, now, so did, were you going to and eat you, Girl Scout cookies? Yes. Wait, so here's what I have to ask. I should set this up even better. This box of Girl Scout cookies, there's, there's four of them, by the way. I had one. I had not an entire box either. Pretty much an entire box. You don't eat a I cookie. Had you a have sleeve. You, I know that's half of them. <laughs> half of one out of four. Yes. Out of four. They're also. All of them, they've been in the cupboard for so long that they're all the way in the back of the cupboard behind, behind no, cereal boxes. They're, they're not they've there. started their own civilization. <laughs> they're not there because they've been so there so long. They're there because I hope that you'll leave them alone. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know? That's what I have to know. How did you know? With so quickly. Do you have a camera in there? Is there a light sensor or something like that? I'll just say that the, the emotional support wasn't the same. I knew that something was wrong with them. So we've been married now for <laughs> five, we're five years, five years. Yeah. Married. We're coming up on five years, but we've been together for a very long time, over 10 years. Is there anything that- It doesn't feel like that long, by the way. Is I mean, there it, any, it feels like forever, but also not that long. Anyway, continue. Just as per, personal growth here, is there anything that I'm completely batshit crazy about like this for you? Is there anything that I have in this regard? You don't know how to load a dish. Hey everyone, in this lesson we're going to talk about passive aggression or being passive aggressive. Here's what I here okay, here's what I have. You uh you're really good at you you make your food, you get all the things out that you need to make the food, you make your food, you eat your food, you take your dish to the sink and you rinse it. <clears throat> and then instead of putting it in the dishwasher, the last like five percent, you just don't. What's up with that? Hey, can I say something really cool as a side note here? I'm not trying to deflect from our conversation. I think you are, but go ahead. We have a weird dishwasher here. We didn't buy it. It came with this house. It has bar no- I don't even know what it's called. The best feature I've ever seen on a dishwasher. It's cool. It's a great feature. So you finish washing the dishes in the sink, and then as a responsible <laughs> adult, you put them in the dishwasher, apparently. <laughs> and then you start, start it, and it runs a full cycle. And then when it's done with the full cycle... I'm going to I'm going to make a noise. It goes. That's what it does. It's like a little arm comes. 
little plastic arm, and it pushes the door out. So it opens the dishwasher door like a little bit, just a little bit. Just a jar. Just a, just a little bit. But what it does is it lets out all the steam. So your coffee mugs don't have all that water on them and everything. And I, I don't know what that feature is called. And I thought this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen because you'd be sitting there in the kitchen sometimes. And all of a sudden the dishwasher opens a little bit and steam starts pouring out of it. And you're like, what is this thing doing? And now it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, because all the dishes, uh, it, that, it does that for about 45 minutes. And it's like, okay, now I'm done. I wasn't done before. I looked done, but I wasn't done. Now, now I'm done. Okay, now, uh, to wrap this up, get back on the tangent. Why I deserve full custody of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> if, you bring, if you bring food, especially, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, especially tasty food into the house and you prominently display it in the, the back, cupboard. The back of the top shelf of the cupboard. Yes, very it prominently It moved to display. the back over four <laughs> years. It moved to the back. Like, <laughs> no. what is the statute of limitations on edible food? Is it, can I can I eat out of the garbage can? Can I do that? <laughs> if you throw it away, or are you going to go like, as soon as I take it out of the, the, the garbage can, are you going to come up and go, hey, what happened to that wrapper? As you were like, <laughs> As you're like hunched in a corner like Gollum, shoving Thin Mints into your mouth, do you think, yes, I should be doing this? While we're talking about people eating food hunched over like Gollum, (laughs) one of my favorite memories of Ashley is when we lived in Austin. Stop right there. When we lived in Austin, there was was a food cart on 6th Street. Not the good part of 6th Street either. Dirty 6th. Dirty 6th, the lousy part of 6th Street. There was a food cart called Best Worst, and it's it a, it's served. A, it's a bratwurst place. It's a a bratwurst place. It's a. It's not even to call it a food truck would be exceptionally complimentary. It's a food cart. A Ca- cart. Yeah, but it's not even like a full size like New York hot dog cart. It's like I don't know what it is. Anyway, I'm making fun of it. It's gross. But it makes amazing bratwurst. The most incredible. I, I do have to give him credit, and it was actually one of Ashley's favorite things to eat in Austin. And when we would go out to like an event or for something for South by, that's pretty much the only reason we would ever go to Sixth Street in Austin, right? Oh, pretty much, yeah. Or it's like if we were there because someone had a birthday, whatever, uh, then we would go and we would celebrate, and then we'd be like, okay, I'm done. Time for a bratwurst. I find the same thing with people who live in New Orleans and Las Vegas. When you talk to them, you're like New Orleans. You're like, do you ever go to Bourbon Street? And they said, why, why would, would I, I ever go to Bourbon Street? Uh, maybe because ladies will flash ESPN. Maybe the ladies do. Oh. <laughs> She's flashing the Sugar Bowl home audience. <laughs> Same thing with people in Las Vegas. You ask them, have you, you know, do you go down to the strip? And they're like, no, what? Have I been convicted of something and I have to do community service? No, I'm not going to go to the Las Vegas strip. A lot of them will go to the, uh, what's the old part of Vegas called? I think it's called the old strip. Old right? strip. Yeah. So a lot of them I know, people who live in Las Vegas, they tend to go there more than going down to like the giant casino resort playground sure. amusement park things. So we, the only reason we would go down to 6th Street in Austin is if there was an event or South By or something like that. So we'd always get dressed up to go out, have some drinks at whatever the party was, and then actually be a little bit tipsy and dress to the nines. And then she would go to this like horrible bratwurst. Wonderful bratwurst. And of course, we're on the street, so there's nowhere to sit down. So she would just hunch over on the curb eating this thing like... Gollum from Lord of the Rings who just found a fish. And she's like, <laughs> it's honestly, it's honestly one of my favorite memories Look, of you. you. You knew what you were getting. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. The veil came off really quickly. It came off really, really quickly. 
Yeah, it reminds me when we were on the Amazing Race. What they would do was they would give you uh, a stipend of cash, and it wasn't ever very much money. Like, what do you think was the most from memory that we ever got? Oh, you know, maybe like it depends on the leg because sometimes they'd be like, "You're going to need to pay for a taxi," so um, everyone for this leg gets a uh, hundred dollars. Yeah, we never got more than two hundred bucks, though. No, no, and there, and very frequently you would get nothing. Yeah, or they'd have you carry your money over from the last time. Yeah, and. uh and, you know, all the teams would something like times we'd get, especially in airports, we'd get in choke points where we run into other teams. And, of course, budget for the transportation and taxis and things like that was also the food money had to come out of that as well. And so we would just not eat. If you ever wonder when you're watching one of those shows, how do these people make these Such terrible decisions, incredibly stupid decisions? It's because the real story of, I assume, survivors the same way is the story is sleep deprivation and calorie deficits. How much How much weight did you end up losing on The Amazing Race? Uh, I lost a couple pounds, which for three weeks, and for me, was a lot. Yeah. It was, I think I lost like eight pounds in 22 days, I want to say, or something like that. Yeah, It, it, was, it was just we, insane. When you're, when you're running on a leg, virtually no sleep. And what sleep you get is not good sleep because you're very stressed the whole mm-hmm. time. So it's, it's stress will burn a lot of calories. Um, just the being awake will burn a lot of calories. You're running around doing all kinds of like crazy stuff that's burning a lot of calories. And then you're sort of not eating. Yeah. And there was a beloved team on our- Because you just never know. You're like, what if I need this? If you're an Amazing Race fan, on our season with Sherry and Cole, a mother and son team, everybody, the audience loved them. Um, cause they were kind of hapless, honestly. And they just kind of somehow made it all the way through and spoiler, they beat every other team in the race except for the winners. And the thing is we, we all to, to a team underestimated them Completely. because they completely as everyone's thought was, well, as long as they're in, I'm not I'm going safe. home this week. Yeah. I'm not going home this leg. We didn't really think about it week to week, but you know, from the terms of the show, I'm not going to go home this leg because Sherry and Cole are still here. I think everyone had that attitude and everyone went home every, before every them. One, every single one of us ate that thought. Even to, even to the point where we would be in the airports and nobody's eating or somebody would split like half of a sandwich and you would see other teams like divvying out food. Uh, and then Cole was just spending all of his money eating like two pizzas, you know, didn't give a shit. And you think, well, they're not clearly not planning. They were perfectly fine. They were totally they fine. They did totally they fine. Were, they were absolutely fine. So our, our, our advice to future racers is just spend the money (laughs) or if they allow you you can sneak into your bag you can sneak a five-year-old box of girl scout cookies (laughs) all right well that does it for us today ashley any closing thoughts about your wonderful husband and his incredibly incredibly disciplined eating habits before you file for i'm sorry we're out of time All right, that does it for us today, everybody. We will be back to talk to you tomorrow. We hope you'll be here as well. Have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, Bye, everybody.